Hey, I'm Sean. Welcome to today's episode and this is it. Yeah, this is the final episode of our business planning series. I feel like it has been forever that we've been on this trend and I've had so much fun. So today we're going to dig into maybe, probably one of my favorite tools. This is a really simple tool. Honestly, you could have figured this out on your own. Like there's no black magic here whatsoever. And I think the power to is it is just that it actually forces you to get stuff out of your, your mind and down on a paper. So let's, let's just recap. Let's look at where we've been. First of all, we talked about the value of models. We talked about what I affectionately call R&D, rip off and duplicate. We worked from there with that understanding towards actually understanding our goals. And we did a three, two, one exercise that I, I really enjoy doing where we looked at where we are right now, where we wanna be in three years. And then we kind of mapped backwards, both for business and personal, what we need to actually see happen in order to get where we're going. And then after that, we did a performa. So that the episode covered taking your goal in terms of where you want your business to be financially this year and working backward to a tangible weekly accountability piece, which was, which was built around appointments. How many appointments do we need to hit goal? From there, we said, okay, well, we need appointments. Well, in order to get appointments, we need leads. So we built out a, a lead generation plan. And then in the most recent episode, we used a one page accountability sheet. I call a map, a monthly action plan designed just to be a checkpoint for you to work off of day to day. So you know where you are in relationship with what you should be doing. And today we wrap it all up by looking at you as a person and talking about where you need to grow in order to make all this stuff happen. So I think one, one underlying principle that I really believe kind of points us to where this episode is, is meant to take you is that your business will grow to the extent that you grow yourself. So, and, and this is something that I've seen again and again, right? Like a lot of the time people think that they need to um, outwork themselves. Like, you know, they're, they're not getting where they need to be because they're not working hard enough. And I actually think that a lot of people work plenty and yet they're still not reaching their goal. And the reason is that they're not doing it to their highest potential. They themselves are not their highest potential. So all of the, the energy that they're putting into their business is, is producing at a really low efficiency. And so what I want to do is I want to look at how we can change that. You know, we often talk about in lead generation or any investment that you make in your business, ROI, return on investment, right? This is not just a real estate thing. This is like something that we see in all types of businesses. ROI is something that you use to measure the validity, the effectiveness of an investment that you make, right? If one of the investments that you could make in your business has a better ROI, well, that's a better investment to make, so you should make more of that investment, okay? So what about ROE, return on energy, right? This is like saying, okay, well, what if we tried to figure out a way of taking that ROI piece and instead measuring it on the amount of energy that I give to my business. Like I'm, and I'm talking like the nuts and bolts, right? Like the belly to belly stuff that you do, this, the stuff that burns you out, going on appointments, making calls, doing follow-ups, building marketing campaigns, like all of that stuff takes a huge amount of energy and we wanna get a return on it. And one of the ways that we maximize that return, in fact, the most important way that we maximize that return 
is through bettering ourselves. So um, that's really where this goes to. The, the more that we grow as a person, the more our business is gonna going to grow as a result. The, uh, and just to give you a personal anecdote, like the trajectory at which I'm being able to grow Endgame compared to my first shot at building a business was a, a, an incomparable. Real estate, even as a sales career, was my first business. I, I had a, a, a very poorly grown business before that and a million iterations and all kinds of things that I've grown. And, and along the way, every time that I learn, it allows me to grow the thing that I'm doing now faster. So this is something that I'm really passionate about and not just because I own a coaching company. I actually think owning a coaching company is something that's being a byproduct of me realizing how impactful this is and wanting to share it with people because I didn't plug myself into all the opportunities that were out there for me to grow myself when I first gave this my first shot at it. I was just trying to figure it out on my own and through instead pivoting and saying, you know what, I'm actually gonna focus first on me, I completely changed the world I was living in, okay? The other thing that I think is really important when we look at self-development and, and having a plan for our personal growth is once we move past the phase in our business where we are, you know, the individual agent doing the, the, the activities all ourselves, the administration all ourselves, like once we move past the point that it's just us being uh, the entire business and we start to bring other people into the business, the level at which we develop ourselves, the, the level at which we conduct ourselves, the level of our skill and our knowledge, that becomes a, a big part of what allows us to get the right people on the bus. The difference between attracting, you know, an average group of people and an outstanding group of people is the difference between an average and an outstanding business. You look at Fortune 500 companies and one of their, their most important initiatives, one of the things that they spend the most energy on is how they're going to attract top talent. Literally companies relocate themselves to different parts of the world just to be in a better talent pool. It's, it's why when you look at Silicon Valley, there are so many tech startups uh, in one place. It's not because that's a better place to build technology uh, because of some environmental factor or, you know, kind of like uh, business structure thing that the government's providing. No, it's literally because all of the people who want to work in tech go to Silicon Valley because that's where they think they'll find a job. So it's got the biggest talent pool. That's why again and again and again, all these massive tech startups go to that place. It's not like real estate is cheap there or taxes are less in California. It's really expensive in every way that you could measure, but it also has the best talent pool. So the more that you de develop yourself, the more you're gonna act as a magnet to the people that you wanna be in business with, right? You have to grow to the level to attract the kind of talent that you want on your team, right? Those people are looking for a leader. They're not looking for a job. They're looking for someone who is going to affect them to grow more, to be better. And the people who choose an opportunity based on that, as opposed to just the finances or you know more leads or whatever else your value proposition is, the people who choose a business based on that are the ones that are gonna stick the longest, they're gonna contribute the most, and they're gonna be the most impactful with your culture and just every other way. So it's, it's not just you being more effective, it's also you leading other people towards you and helping them grow more effective. And I think one of the things that's kind of sad is when you look at personal development, um, lots of people go through post-secondary, like you go through university or a college or you get some kind of certification and that's awesome. 
And a lot of the time, a lot of people are kind of uh, rudderless after that. Even people who have a really outstanding education, a lot of them kind of just like get out of their post-secondary, like that was a lot, like I'm gonna just chill now and they get a job and they just kind of do the same thing. People who don't go through that might never have a plan or any uh, you know impetus to go and search out a way to better themselves. And it's not surprising when you think about it that a lot of the time people don't get what they want in their life. They treat education as, um, as a life phase as opposed to a part of their life on a whole, right? They look at it like, oh, well, I did that part now and I've, uh, I've arrived at my educational status, so I'm just done. And to me, that doesn't make very much sense because I think that as you grow through life, you're gonna have new challenges, you're gonna have new opportunities. And I think you hopefully should make it a priority throughout your entire life to better yourself and to, to grow yourself constantly. I want to continue growing better, stronger, and smarter throughout my entire life. Because, you know, when you stop growing, well, things tend to, to have atrophy, like they, they recede. So if you're not growing, you're shrinking. And I never want that in my life and I hope you don't either, okay? And I think another mistake that people make when they look at their plans for themselves and for growth is that they tend often to prioritize growth only in one area. And if you are gonna prioritize long-term, post-secondary career, uh, personal development growth, then a lot of the time what we see is people just doing that. They're like, I will spend a tremendous amount of money just on developing myself in my, my abilities surrounding my, my role, or I'll learn more about business. And I, I'm not saying those things aren't important as well, but what about learning better ways to manage your personal relationships, your health, uh, if you're if you're a spiritual person having having growth in that area There are so many other areas that you stand to benefit by growing as a person And so I, I think that when you're as we're going through this Please don't just look at developing yourself for money That's one pillar and even within that there's categories like personal income wealth how to manage your time like there's so much that you can do there, but then also again Look at your relationships, your family, uh, things that you do for fun and passion projects. I want you to have all those things on the drawing table as we kind of go through this exercise, okay? So um, to get started, what I think would really make sense is to go back and start by kind of looking over that three, two, one exercise that we did. It would have been right at the beginning of this series on business planning. And just in case you didn't do it, um, I can summarize it for you. Essentially what we did is we looked at where we want to be in three years and then we backtracked it to two and then one and we had goals that we set in both business and personal, okay? And so we went through and we said, you know, like what do I want for business and wealth and personal development for, um, you know, the role that I need to be in. And we basically just map backwards, like how much do I want to earn? How many hours per week do I want to spend on my business? And we use that to kind of show us like, okay, well, if that's where I am in three years, what are my two-year markers and what are my one-year markers, okay? And so I think that that is a partner sheet to this one. And if you've been following along our business planning tools, uh, one of the things that I mentioned in a few previous episodes, we have a business planning document we'd be happy to share with you. It's a beautifully laid out uh, guide to creating yourself a business plan. So reach out to us and uh, we're happy to share that with you. 
And then um, as well, if you want just this sheet, you can download it in the show notes and we're gonna include it on our blog as well. So you can download the sheet that guides you through just this exercise. This is a one pager. And just in case you're not able to download it or you just wanna kind of make your own, it's really simple. All it is is it's again, two columns, personal and business. And on the personal side, we've set out a, a number of categories that you should consider how you plan to develop yourself personally and in business. And, and it goes in three rows from three years to two year to one year. And the idea is exactly the same. We wanna make sure that we're working towards who we wanna be in the future. Cause that person three years from now might be something that takes a lot of work to develop. Hopefully it is. Hopefully that the person that you're gonna be in three years has grown a lot from who you are right now. And that, that's gonna take some planning, it's gonna take some work and it's, and it's gonna be something that you have to prioritize. So when you're looking at this, what I'd really encourage you to do is think about what you might need to start right now in order to complete in a year or two years or three years, like long-term courses or training. A great example for me is I've shared before, like I'm a total aviation geek and my pilot's license took, you know, a, a few years to go through. And if I hadn't set a goal that I would have it by a certain time and then woke up one day and said, oh crap, I better do something about this, I wouldn't have it today. So there's that. There's also things that you're gonna learn by doing. And so what can you start doing now that'll work you into a position where not only are you doing it consistently, but you're doing it at higher and higher levels. Like if there's a sales uh, presentation that you need to build out or a certain technique of lead generation, or maybe you wanna spend more time doing you know, leadership and there's something that you could do, contribute or volunteer for now that a year from now, after having done for a while, you would have built up your skill set and you could start earning money by doing it, okay? So little things like that. And then also, as you're building this, I would look at where you can get some help. Anytime something's not going well, you need to remember there's someone who's been where you are before who can help you. And finding those people and investing a little bit to save the time that you are spending trying to figure it out is a no-brainer, okay? Um, and then what I'd do is I'd, I'd look over all the things that you want. So go back to that three-year goal sheet, the three, two, one, and look over all the things that you want to see happen. And what I would do is I'd, I'd try to shift my lens that I was looking at it through and say, okay, well, if this is all the stuff that I want in my life, is there one key area that if I was to absolutely master it would make all the other things show up? Like, you know, um, for example, leadership might be an area that you would be able to master and then have other people do the things that you don't have the time or the energy or the care to do, or maybe are just gonna be difficult for you to fit in. So take lead generation. If you look at your business three years from now, you're gonna probably need a ton of leads and a, uh, a ton of you know success in the actual sales and appointments and stuff like that. And if you look at that, you could say, okay, well, I need a lot of momentum in terms of leads and appointments being converted and clients being served three years from now. I could go work really, really hard at lead generation and appointments and scale that up. But by the time I hit three years, I'm gonna need other people around me anyways. So it might make sense that you only ever plan to get to a certain threshold of volume or transactional like uh, speed 
that you, you contribute to your business and instead say, I'm instead gonna focus on my business skills and my recruiting skills and my leadership skills because I know if I, can, if I can run the game right in the business, if I can recruit enough people and I can lead them to success, I don't need to go on those appointments. So what I would do is I'd, I'd look for things that you could master that would make other things unnecessary. And I would consider focusing on those. Often those things are the harder things to master and they might take some time. So by starting early, you're gonna put yourself in a position where not only are you teed up for success, but by the time that you get to the point you need it, you don't have to slow down and wait to go back and fix something, okay? Um, okay, so let's talk about this tool. This is actually a really simple tool. So we've got our three areas. Um, you can download it. Again, it's in the show notes. Um, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna put our personal goals and our business goals for growth into this, this sheet. As you're looking at this, um, you know, we broke it into categories. So there's health and spirit and fun on the personal side and a couple others. You, you look at those and you say, okay, well, if I want to get my pilot's license I'm, or if I want to go fly planes under the fun category, well, I'm probably going to need a pilot's license, right? And, and that's a perfect example of something that like you just need to start doing now to be able to have the adventures that you want later. Another example could be uh, my brother's learning to sail right now. You're, you're not gonna be going out and doing that activity unless you know how to do it safely because you have people's lives in your hands, right? You might wanna do racing or you might wanna do you know, parasailing or skydiving, whatever it is, you still need to learn the fundamentals. And that's something that you should have on here. Um, health is one that people almost always overlook. It's such a simple place to, to push back and say like, oh, well, you know, like I'll get to that later when I have more time or when my business is doing blank, then I'll have more you know, flexibility and I'll be able to go and work out every day. And then you wake up 10 years later and your, your health has been bad for a decade, you're older and it's really hard to climb back from that. So what could you learn? What skill, what thing could you do for your health that you'd enjoy doing, right? It doesn't have to be going and cranking iron around at the gym. It might be that you adore cycling and you want to learn to be part of a, a cycling troupe. It doesn't have to be some, um, it doesn't need to be some intellectually challenging uh, scholarly pursuit. It could literally just be like, no, I'm, I'm going to set a growth goal for myself to join a cycling club and I want to compete in a race next year. That would be an excellent goal to have on here. And the idea is that you look first at the three-year area of your life, like you look forward three years, and you imagine what you'd love to see showing up for yourself then, and then backtrack it and just give yourself those little bite-sized wins that are gonna get you to the bigger yes that you wanna have in your life in the future. Uh, business, uh, uh, what, what growth goals could you have for the ways that you manage your work-life counterbalance, um, your, your income? What skill could you develop that would be most impactful in that sense? Uh, your job and your role within your team. Uh, who, who could you mentor that would give you the experience on the leadership side within your business and maybe give you a replacement or someone who you could, you know, move up the ranks in your organization. And then finally, wealth building, you know, this isn't something that you just, uh, get money and then plunk somewhere and trust it, that it's going to be fine and hope for the best. Like you need to have a plan and frankly, finances are complicated. 
So who, who do you need to learn from? What, what room do you need to be part of? What book do you need to read or podcast should you be listening to? If you start slow and you let something like that chip away over time, it's going to be a lot easier to get where you're going. And frankly, it's not going to feel like a big lift because it's just something that you can slowly move towards. I've, uh, I've always been fascinated in developments and I don't have 10 or $20 million to, to chuck at it right now. And larger developments take a lot of money and they take a lot of time and they take a lot of focus. But what I've done is I sit on the board for a nonprofit uh, developer and I'm learning a ton just through the forced accountability of being at the meetings, reading the reports, starting to understand the language a little bit more, learning about financing and that kind of stuff. It, it's invaluable. So where could you volunteer that might get you in the room you want to be in so you can have the conversations that you want to go to? You know, I always use this analogy when I start a, a clinic on business planning or something, and I don't think I've used it yet, but if I have, I apologize. Uh, again, I'm an aviation geek. I just love this stuff. And we do a tremendous amount of planning before we ever fire up the engine of an airplane because you need to know where you're going, how you're going to get there. You need to know what you're going to do if something goes wrong, what your backups are, how much fuel, how many hours, what the, the fuel burn looks like. Like there's all this stuff that you need to plan. And so imagine if you had two airplanes and both of them wanted to fly from New York to London. And on one of them, you filled it up with the right amount of gas. You put a capable crew in the aircraft and you gave them a flight plan with every detail they needed and you set them on and you said, off you go. Well, somewhere close to a thousand times out of every thousand that you did that, they're going to land exactly where they wanted to because they've got a clear plan. They've measured every angle they need to measure. They understand exactly what they're fixing to do and it's laid out and everything is, you know, cared for. Take the same airplane, take the same crew, take the same fuel, but don't give them the flight plan. I would say without a flight plan, that almost 1,000 times out of 1,000, they would not end up where they're going because they're not gonna point it in the right direction out the gate. There are so many other places they can land. And yet the crazy thing is, is that so many people live their life this way. They, they fire up the jets and take off and they coast through life rudderlessly. And to me, it's crazy. It, 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 it's frankly kind of heartbreaking how much of our society goes without having an overarching idea of how they're gonna get where they're going in their life. And I think one of the cool things is by doing an exercise like this, it actually forces you to think about it because we get so caught up in the day-to-day, -day, like that you know, uh, commission sales hamster wheel or you know, getting the kids to school and back and then doing dinner and closing up shop and folding the laundry. We get so caught in that day-to-day -day rhythm that we don't pause and say like, hey, what do I actually want all the stuff I'm doing with my life to look like in three years. And am I on track to be there? Okay. So then we step back, we have this plan and hopefully that you've, I hope that you've taken that sheet and downloaded it and you've, you've chunked some stuff onto it and don't feel like you have to have something in every category in every year. Okay. Don't force feed your growth plan, put the stuff in that excites you and then hopefully make it a living document, make it something that you go back to. And most importantly, go back an episode and grab your, your monthly action plan. That's a one pager accountability sheet. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at the things that you need to do something about immediately. That's going to be the things that are just like an ongoing rhythm, like health, 
for example, right? Uh, put that in the bottom of the sheet where we have all of our weekly accountabilities and, and put specific measurable and simple accountabilities as to what you're going to do with it, okay? So go to the gym three times a week and walk a minimum of 10,000 steps a day. Great example, right? Then look at the stuff that you need to start prepping for, like the stuff that's going to take a few quarters to get ready, or maybe it's something that you need to work on this quarter, but it's not an everyday thing. It's more of a project and put that in the quarterly business or personal side again, you know, how to, how to subject that and, and put it in there. So it's on the sheet and then take the bigger overarching themes, the annual stuff and put them up top so that they remain front of mind. And don't forget some of this stuff is going to take some research. So if you're looking for a course or a mentorship group or a mastermind or something that you want to be part of, well, you might need to go find it. So put it in on one of the weeks and also list it this month as a goal that you're going to find uh, whatever the group or the opportunity is that is going to give you that in your life. Okay. And use it, go back to it and, and make yourself follow it through. Okay. So I hope that this is something that you found useful. Um, I love this sheet because I just, I, I geek out over this stuff. Like I find it really fun. I hope that by now you have kind of started to fall in love with the planning part of the process because to me, this is one of the best parts of being in business is actually trying to figure out how to get where you're going. It's kind of, it's kind of tricky. It's, it's, uh, it's not, it's not immediately rewarding but it makes you think and ponder. And I find that this is the thing that I tend to obsess over. I absolutely love this stuff. And I hope that not only do you use this sheet, but that you have enjoyed the process of going through all of this with me because I really love the opportunity to kind of just pull these tools apart in this series. I think it's been five, six or seven now. I'd have to go back and take a look. And if you haven't already done all of them, I invite you to go back and I challenge you to actually fill out the business plan. Again, we've got a download for you. If you want to reach out to us, we'll connect the dots on it. So um, as always, I'm really grateful for your time and I'm looking forward to dropping our next episode. Thanks for watching.